Welcome to Coffee and Devotions this Friday morning, July 24th. This is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, you and I, we get together, we grow in our love for the Lord, we read His Scriptures, and this year, 2020, we'll make it through all the Gospels. Well, why don't we go ahead and have some coffee, we'll pray, and we'll get into a very important passage in Mark chapter 15. Let's go ahead and have some coffee and pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. Father, we thank you for the great blessing it is to get to study your word, to read your word, to sit under your teaching. Lord, we pray that these words would not fall upon deaf ears or blind eyes, Lord, but that you would give us a ready mind to know, to understand, to learn, hearts to follow you. Lord, we thank you for your love for us. Please care for us this morning as we read your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go ahead and jump into the Word. Mark chapter 15, beginning at verse 24. And when they crucified him, they divided his garments, casting lots for them to determine what every man should take. Now it was the third hour, and they crucified him. And the inscription of his accusation was written above, The King of the Jews. With him they also crucified two robbers, one on his right and the other on his left. So the scripture was fulfilled, which says, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha, you who destroyed the temple and built it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priests also, mocking among themselves with the scribes, said, He saved others. He himself cannot save. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross that we may see and believe. Even those who were crucified with him reviled him. Now when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And then, and at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama shabachthoni, which is translated, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood by when they heard that said, Look, he is calling for Elijah. Then some ran and filled a sponge full of sour wine, put it on a reed, and offered it to him to drink, saying, let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come and take him down. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice and breathed his last. Then the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. So when the centurion who stood opposite him saw that he cried out like this and breathed his last, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. There were also women looking on from afar, among whom were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the Less, and Joseph, and Salome, who also followed him and ministered to him when he was in Galilee, and many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. Well, we have an extremely important passage today, quite a long passage, way more than we get to get into. There's an entire chapters of the book of Hebrews devoted to some of these ideas, some of these things that happened here. Uh, Jesus is quoting when he says, 
Eloi, Eloi, lama shaktabatani. That's the Aramaic rendering of, so Aramaic was the language that Jesus spoke, right? But it was coming from the Hebrew in Psalm 22. Uh, Eli, Eli, lama shaktabatani. And so, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Oh, I'm, if you'll stick around with me at the end, I'm going to try to find a recording of Psalm 22 for you. And, and it's, you, you cannot help when you sing Psalm 22, all of it, that it is clear that the Old Testament was talking about Jesus. But we'll get, we'll get there at the end of, the passage, at the end of this, this morning's readings. Just stick with me. Will you for that? It's, it's really incredible. But what is this about? Right? We, we, we know this story. We've read the story of the crucifixion before. What, what's this getting at? I think at the heart of what this is getting at is Jesus, the king of the Jews, was numbered with the transgressors. But I can see a whole bunch of different ways that you might summarize this. I'm going to really challenge you this morning. I'm, even if you have to come back later and type it in the comments, or if you're watching this later and you press the pause button, and let me know how you would summarize this section. There's so much here that we could get into. Right? Jesus is taken up to that place, Golgotha, the place of the skull, Calvary. And there he's crucified, and even... Those who are at his right and at his left are mocking him. Now we know from the other Gospels that that's not the end of the story for one of those robbers. But the scriptures are fulfilled. Right? And, and then how else do we see the scriptures continue to be fulfilled but that the chief priests are mocking him and they're making fun of him. But when, when Jesus finally dies, what happens? The veil in the temple is torn from top to bottom. No more separation between man and God. No more separation between the Holy One and people. The high priest has finished his work. And you might say, well, where, where are you getting that from? I'd encourage you to go read the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews shows how all the Old Testament was tying together to Jesus and, and his finished work that happened here. So when he breathes out his last and that centurion is amazed and says, surely this one is the Son of God. One of the other Gospels tell us that when he cried out with his voice, what he cried out is, it is finished. The work of Jesus Christ was done. Complete. He died once. For all of our sins. What a beautiful passage this is. And so, in the, in, I'm, I'm going to be hard-pressed to underline one part of this. But if I had to, if I had to highlight one part, I think I would actually highlight 38 and 39. That's what I would highlight in, in the margin of my, or in my Bible. What would you Highlight in your Bible, what would you say is the best verse that you think summarizes this section? Well, lastly, we need to ask ourselves, what are we called to do in response to these words? What are you today, and what am I today, led by the Holy Spirit 
to do in response to these? Well, this morning, once again, I'm reminded of the great love of Jesus Christ. It never gets old. It's like, whoa, Brian, what are you going to come up with a different calling? Brothers and sisters, this is the good news of the gospel, the gospel which Paul was not ashamed to proclaim to both Jews and, and Greeks, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. It is this good news that if we have faith in Jesus Christ, God makes us righteous. Oh, brothers and sisters, this is great news. This is what God calls us to believe. This is what God calls us to rest in. This is what God tells us if we, as a shorter catechism says, if we apprehend the mercy of God in Jesus Christ as he has offered to us here in the gospel. Brothers and sisters, do you grasp on to Jesus Christ? Do not ever let that go. Don't let it go stale in your heart. Don't let it just become the, the monotony of your life, but never lose the joy that we have that Jesus Christ paid the price for sins, that his work is finished. He planned this out. He carried this out, and he did everything to rip that veil from top to bottom, that he might be our high priest that he might usher us into the holy place, that he might make us have true and perfect communion with our Father who's in heaven. Why don't you go ahead and pray with me now. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. Father, we pray that you would bless us this morning. We pray, Father, that we would seek after you, that we would love you. Lord, we pray that these words would never fall on our hearts like stone, Lord, but that they would seep deep into our souls and that they would be the very joy and substance of our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you find this video or these studies helpful to you, feel free to like this video or share it. But I'm going to go on, on the computer real quick and I'm going to get Psalm 22, Selection A, up. So Psalm 22A, I just want you to listen to these words. It's remarkable. Here we go. Psalm 22. Oh, we don't have selection A, but I have se selection B. Here we go. Trust in
still with me, I'd encourage you to flip open in your Bible and spend some time meditating on Psalm 22 and, and how rich this is about Jesus. May God bless you today, and may you walk in the peace of Jesus Christ. Bye.